you are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. On today's show of the Locked On Royals podcast, which if you missed yesterday's episode, uh, we are now officially back to five days a week and have an additional segment in each show. Uh, I do want to do some housekeeping real quick about last last uh, night's show before yesterday on Monday. Uh, we were talking about Kevin Herrera, and I did say that he was kind of the first of the group, you know, of, of the championship group uh, to retire. Obviously, Alex Gordon retired last year. Yes, I am fully aware that Alex Gordon retired last year. It was simply a brain fart and couldn't think of Alex Gordon in the moment. It still hasn't even registered that Alex Gordon is not patrolling left field at Surprise Arizona right now. Uh, but yeah, I totally forgot about Alex Gordon. He was the first one to retire. You got me. I forgot about Alex Gordon. Uh, God forbid. Uh, so yeah, Kelvin Herrera, Alex Gordon, first big ones to retire from that great era. I appreciate everyone letting me know about Alex Gordon. Uh, do not know what I would do without that insight. Uh, I want to recap yesterday's uh, game against the Cleveland Indians and talk about that spring training affair, and then talk about this spring training game today against the Chicago Cubs, which will be your first time, if you have MLB.TV, it'll be your first time that you can watch the Royals because, again, they'll be on MLB.TV right now. Of course, they will not be simulcasted on Fox Sports Kansas City uh, because uh, the Cubs are not a Fox Sports property. They can only simulcast the games uh, that the you know, Fox Sports can only someone cast Fox Sport games, so Marquee is not a Fox Sports property, but the game is on MLB Network right now, so that's interesting. Uh, you can actually all watch this game now. That's on MLB Network. As of yesterday, it was not picked up by MLB Network until today. Of course, we on tape delay a little bit because that's how these games run a little bit long on the noon games into the 2 o'clock games. We'll be on tape delay, but still, you get your first look at the Cubs today uh, and the first look at the Royals today on actual television. Jacob Junis will be the starter uh, in Mesa, Arizona against the Cubs. Daniel Lynch is on the roster, the travel roster today. So you might get to see him throw. Uh, I think that you know yesterday, every single pitcher who made the trip did throw. So that's a good sign for today that you might see Daniel Lynch uh, toss the pill around off the mound. And I remember another young pitcher who made his first appearance in spring against the Cubs on TV in the form of Brady Singer. You know the story about that and how he took off uh, in spring and earned a spot on the opening day roster in the summer league. The lineup today has some regulars in it. Whit Merrifield made the trip. Andrew Benatendi made the trip. Perez made the trip. Dozier made the trip. It'll be his uh, first time in the lineup. Charlie Matisse, who hit the home run that was heard around the Grapefruit League yesterday, which just absolutely drilled a palm tree and went past the scoreboard and carried to another dimension. Uh, he's in the lineup in the starting role as the DH. Uh, Ryan O'Hearn's in there as a name you'll recognize uh, on this team. 
Again, Matisse is going to be a, a extremely fun player to watch uh, today on MLB Network. Bubba Starling's in there, someone you'll recognize. And then uh, the guy who's going to challenge Nicky Lopez and, and probably platoon with Nicky Lopez, Hansler Alberto, will be in the starting group at second base today. And then at shortstop, Luis Fox, who uh, is a steal of a trade that the Royals got him in the Brett Phillips deal uh, with Tampa Bay. He has some upside and some potential. I'm excited to see him get some reps here. Uh, I'm not quite sure uh, what this will mean and, and when he's, his timetable will be to come up, but he's at least has you some, some potential at the bottom of the order to start this spring training game. The Cubs will roll out a lot of regulars. Ian Happ will be in there. Jason Hayward will be in there. Chris Bryant will be in there. Uh, so that's some big names to watch for with the Cubs. Again, Junis is on the bump, and he's, you know, the big story for him is that he's kind of vying for a starting role and that the the Royals have teased a six-man rotation. Uh, and, and you would do that only because you want to get uh, Junis in there because the Royals do not even need a fifth starter until the middle of April, much less a sixth starter. Uh, so if Junis can impress here in spring training, he can really solidify his spot on the team. He's one of the pitchers that has options, so he's not really safe in the number crunch. And the number crunch... Uh, of a roster, you're going to prioritize guys who cannot be sent down as keeping them on the big league club. That way you do not lose them for nothing. And so guys who can be sent down really have to uh, show you and, and prove to you why they deserve the spot over another guy because they do have that flexibility that other guys might not have. So for Junis, it's a big day. Again, Daniel Lynch made the uh, trip. And so typically the Royals have thrown guys every time they make a trip. They don't just go down there and sit around. So that is a big deal. If you want to get your first look at him, who has, you know, again, Daniel Lynch has just been on fire, on fire, according to all these reports, uh, whenever P's and C's report and how good that he is. So you'll just, just keep a tab on that. And also the rotation for the next couple of games was announced. So it'll be Junis today, and then it will be Carlos Hernandez against the White Sox, Danny Duffy and Urban Santana. We'll piggyback on Thursday. And then on Friday, whenever the game is broadcasted on ESPN against the Dodgers, it'll be Brad Keller and Chris Bubich, which will be a fantastic way to keep that game entertaining. Uh, because, you know, sometimes whenever these spring training games reach the fourth inning, it stops to matter, you know, it stops mattering and it stops being interesting. Uh, but whenever you're going to go from Keller, who's going to be the ace of the staff, to Bubich, who's going to be this young pitcher that needs this huge year to help the Rose accomplish what they want to accomplish, that's going to be fun and entertaining for at least six, seven innings. And uh, an update on Modesty, who is still not in the lineup and still not playing yet and has not made his debut yet in spring, he was hit by a pitch uh, in in the ankle foot type area. And so that's why uh, he's gone and he's not he's not playing yet. This was, you know, he got hit in the foot before camp even started and they're just being very cautious with him. It sounds like uh, he's participating in drills and live at-bats last week, but they just want to be very cautious with playing him in an actual game. So if you're wondering what happened to Mondesi, that's what happened with Alberto Mondesi, and that's why he's not really uh, in the games quite yet. But I don't expect that to be a huge deal and like to be a huge storyline to follow this year. I think it'll be perfectly healthy, uh, especially by opening day. So no harm and no foul quite yet there, but that's something to, to keep a, keep a close eye on, keep a tab on uh, regarding the Royals. So I want to take it back to yesterday's game against Cleveland, uh, which sadly Cleveland is under some, some heat right now because for baseball, they've gotten yet another black eye attached to the sport 
whenever the reports from the athletic come out today about Francona and about that organization really hiding and, and, and facilitating some just devastating things to go on with sexual assault and Mickey Calloway and things like that. So I would encourage all of you to go listen to locked on Red Sox. Gabrielle Starr did a great job with her guests having a great round table about the story itself and about, you know, what the future holds for baseball and things like that. And, and just kind of a great perspective on that uh, story and, and on this entire off season of, of just what's what feels like countless uh, sexual assault allegations within baseball. So listen to that locked on Red Sox episode from today. Uh, but you know, of, of course that happens this morning after the game against Cleveland and yesterday against Cleveland, the Royals were able to go two and zero in surprise by beating Cleveland eight to six. And the ball was carrying. It felt like uh, over at Goodyear, Arizona, Jackson Coart goes two innings of work with only three hits given up and two strikeouts. He was, he looked sharp or I guess he sounded sharp because we didn't get to watch the game, but he sounded sharp. Jesse Hahn is another, you know, big leaguer type guy that that was pitching and he went one inning of one hit baseball with a strikeout. And then from there, Newberry, who's going to battle for a, you know, Jake Newberry is going to battle for a bullpen spot. He got two thirds innings with two hits given up and three runs given up. So not a good start for his spring uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but those are the only kind of big league type guys who have a chance to be on the 26 man roster for Coart, a lesser chance for Newberry, in my opinion, a lesser chance than for Han almost guaranteed unless they trade him, which they were rumored to be shopping him earlier this offseason. So I think that those are the arms you look at. In the lineup, Nicky Lopez goes 0 for 2 with a base on balls and two strikeouts. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr., who got the start against Cleveland, went 1 for 4th in RBI. You love to see that for Bobby Witt Jr. And then Carlos Santana just kind of was up there, got a walk, goes 0 for 2. No big deal for those veterans. You're trying to get your work in a little bit. Uh, Jorge Soler goes 1 for one, uh, one for 3 with a, with a run scored in this one. And coming up, we're going to wrap up how good this offense did against Cleveland and what to expect today against Chicago. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rock Auto is an amazing auto parts store. And you know why they're so amazing? It's because they were doing online shopping before it was cool. That's right. They're a family-owned business that have been serving you auto parts online for 20 years. I'm 23 years old. Makes me feel old that whenever I was three years old, RockAuto.com was kicking and dealing and, and dealing you these auto parts online. They are a fantastic family-owned business. And my favorite part about RockAuto.com is that I know nothing, absolutely nothing about cars. But I don't have to. I don't have to know anything about cars. All I have to do and all I have to know is put my make, my model, my year into their database. And they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I am never wasting my time and my money and my resources on parts I cannot use or parts I do not need. It's fantastic. Rocker.com. Whenever you go there, tell them that Lockdown sent you in the how did you hear about us box and they'll know what to do from there. Rocker.com. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will need. Rocker.com. And we're back on Locked on Royals. And on this episode, we're going to continue talking about how the Royals did in their second spring training game and look forward to the Chicago game. But I do want to tell you about our good friends over at Locked on Today. The Locked on Today podcast uh, with players fleeing from the Houston Texans. What NFL team will be the worst to play 
for the 2021 season. Check them out today. Uh, get all the sport news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcast from. NFL talk, of course, is king in Kansas City as the Chiefs are one of, if not the very best teams in all of football, even with the Super Bowl loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's baseball season, though, and so let's continue running down uh, what happened at the plate. We had we had uh, Solaire get some working at DH, you know, back there, not really working on a uh, not really working on the outfield in game two. Uh, Kyle Isbell went one for two in this game as a starter. Uh, Gallagher got the start, goes two for three. Gallagher kind of has that backup catcher spot on lock, though. Uh, as a replacement, Ryan McBroom had a great day. He goes two for two with a home run and three RPIs. He had a heck of a day, and once again. You're seeing Ryan O'Hearn and Ryan McBroom take off in spring training. If Ryan O'Hearn and Ryan McBroom could play every single baseball game in the Cactus League, I am convinced that they would be Barry Bonds and Babe Ruth. They are incredible in spring training. Uh, I, I don't think that this changes anything yet. I don't think that either of them will be on the opening day roster, but they continue to soar in spring training. Michael A. Taylor made his debut for Kansas City, uh, and, and in this game, he played well. And I've been criticizing this signing forever, uh, and, and at the plate, he actually gets a hit in this game. Michael A. Taylor uh, doing the thing, one for two, with a run scored. The big thing was that he already showed you the defensive improvements he can have. I mean, people think that Bubba Starling's this great fielder, no, Michael A. Taylor's an elite fielder. Right? Like He's another level of fielder. So if you thought that the outfield was good with Bubba Starling in there, Michael A. Taylor's going to be head and shoulders above that production in the field. Now, that's not really the question. The question mark is, can he hit? And one for two is not a season make, but the plays he made out there in the outfield, which the highlights are now uh, up. You couldn't watch them live, obviously, but they're now up all over Twitter. Uh, the plays that he made out there in the outfield – and the runs that uh, that he can prevent and the outs that he can create out of just thin air uh, will be valuable for a team that wants to win games and win games close. I'm excited about what the possibilities can be, but again, you got to kind of wait and see because how excited can you get if he's hitting 196, right? If he's hitting 200, how excited can you get about a few defensive plays a week? We'll see how often the ball can find him and how much he can make an impact uh, defensively throughout this season, but he had a good start to his Royals career and, and we'll see where that takes him moving forward. Now I want to end the show by talking about a topic. I think that will be critical in Kansas city the next few weeks. And that's the dark horse conversation. You're already seeing some, some well-known and lesser known baseball creators alike, you know, Buster Oling uh, and uh, Tim Kirchin are, are two that come to mind who are, already piling on the Royals and talking about how the Royals can be a dark horse and at a flawless off season and can surprise some people and play better than expected. You have some people predicting the Royals will make the wild card playoffs. I mean, that was going around uh, from some baseball podcast I haven't really heard of, but still he had like 5,000 followers on Twitter. So, I mean, he must be heard by from somebody. So he thinks that the Royals can be a wild card team as a, you know, outsider looking into Kansas City. That's what he felt like. The Royals, I think, are going to be the smart guy pick of the, of the postseason, right? They're, they're going to be what last year's Cle uh, Cincinnati team was, where every everyone that wants to be a little different goes out there and picks out 
uh, Cincinnati. And once everyone wants to do that, everyone wants to be different, then everyone becomes the same because everyone wants to make that, that splash pick and it ends up being Kansas City. Uh, I think that the Royals will be a dark horse conversation in every Bleacher Report slideshow or fan-sided slideshow. You're going to see these slideshow articles about, well, what MLB team can surprise and, and shock the world? Kansas City has to be up there. They, they just have to be. And the way that they're carrying themselves, the way that they talk, you have to start buying into it. For me, the expectation has already changed a little bit. Now, not to the extreme. I don't expect this team to be a playoff team. I don't expect this team to have to make the playoffs to have a, a successful year. The way that these players are talking like. These players are talking like if they don't make the playoffs, it's a, it's a, it's a lost season. I don't view it that way yet. I'm not there yet. But I am different than where I was. And where I was coming into the spring training period was, you know, 75 wins would be good. You know, 75 wins, show some improvement, compete in every single game, that'd be good. And as we get closer and closer to the year, the more and more that I want 79, 80, 81 wins at the very least. I want to be at or around 500. I want this team to reach that point. And if you talk about, as the players have, you know, Whit Merrifield on down the line, has talked about holding them to a higher standard, holding them accountable, making sure that they achieve those, those goals. I still do not think that they really mean the playoffs just yet or that they can reach the playoffs yet uh, in a traditional pick them to go all the way and forget about it type of way. Is there a pathway to the playoffs? Absolutely. Should that be the bar? I think that that's still unfair. I know that they want it. I know that they want that bar, but I think that that would still be unfair to judge them on that. But it shouldn't be unfair to judge them on being at or around 500. I'll give them a three-game leniency, you know, a three or four-game leniency on, on 500, but playing at or around 500 should, should now be the step. If 2022 is the legitimate year where, that they're planning on being legitimate contenders, then this year has to be the year where you're at least a 500 ball club, if not better. So my expectation has already changed from 75 once being a good time to now you got to be 500 to have this be a good season. Coming up, though, I do want to talk about how this Royals team can be incredibly good. But first, I want to tell you about our good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, NHL, college basketball, and baseball is starting to ramp up. They're all in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's very free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. And whenever you do, receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Try them today, betonline.ag, and place all of your bets for the future odds on who will win each division, the over-unders, everything baseball preseason betting-wise. And if you're into college hoops for March Madness, pick your games there. Pick out who you think will go to the Final Four. Do you think KU's playing their best ball at the right time? I do. Let's see if they can continue this stretch into March. So, again, betonline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus to your first deposit. And before we get into just how good this Royals team can be, I do want to talk about our good friends over at Locked On MLB Prospects. If you're the type of baseball fan that cannot help but get giddy over prospects, we have the podcast for you. Locked On MLB Prospects, hosted by minor league play-by-play voice Aram Layton, is the only daily podcast dedicated and devoted entirely to the stars of tomorrow. Uh, from team-focused farm system breakdowns to prospect rankings and interviews with some of the brightest up-and-coming players in our game, 
Locked On MLB Podcast is the place to be to stay plugged in on the future of your favorite team. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcast from. He does great work, especially during the Royals uh, farm system reviews and things like that, especially with the young arms that Kansas City has. Now, now how good can this Kansas City team be? Because the expectation for me is still going to just be simply put at being 500, right? But the players want the playoff expectation. They're, they're aiming for the playoffs, and that's where they want to go to. And they have the talent to. They, they have the ability to. For me, this season comes down to April. Do not let this team get hot. They have such amazing confidence in the spring right now. And it's the kind of confidence I believe in, the kind of confidence I think that does not just come with coach speak or with what players thinking that they have to say something uh, just because. I think that they truly believe it. They truly believe that they can be a good team. So if you let this team get off to a hot start for the first time in years, I mean, literal years, if you let this team get off to a hot start, watch out. I mean, watch out if this team gets confidence and legitimate MLB regular season confidence. It can be the difference in carrying them to the postseason, even with the wild card. And they have the April schedule to do so. They have the April schedule that can allow them to get off to that hot start and be the difference in this season and, and get them to the postseason. And if everything breaks their way, this lineup can be really good. And if everything breaks their way, this rotation can be really good. If everything breaks their way, guess what? The bullpen can be good. So I think that this will be a fun season for the Royals. So subscribe to Lockdown Royals anywhere you get your podcast from. We'll be back tomorrow with our first day of MLB Divisional Days, where we uh, recap and preview uh, each divisional opponent and how the seasons will go for all of us in the AL Central. So tune in for that. Be good and be good to another. We'll see you next time on Lockdown Royals.